Welcome to Spreading the Floor with your hosts, Jacob Cooperman and Nigel Petty Fernandez. Your go-to podcast for basketball's forecast. Spread the floor back at the... Wait, Nigel, this isn't the studio that we usually use. Where is this? Where are we? Why did, did you wake up in the same basement I did? <laughs> you tell me, man. I don't. I have no idea where the hell we are. It, it looks almost like we're in the same studio that you guys see me on over Zoom. Yeah, but it's like now we're in person. Now we're in person. We've set up shop down here. We kind of have this like rinky dink mic set up. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you know a combination of me and you for for getting this set up here. It's been a hell of a day. It, it has been a hell of a day. <laughs> Nigel, he got the ride down here. He was, he was gracious yeah. enough to come down here. I appreciate it, man. Major heist. To Ma- get the microphones. Major, well, <laughs> let's, we're not going to go that you know, far. Let's, let's not incriminate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're back in here anyways, man. What's going on? All you good people back at home. This is episode 36 of Spreading the Floor. And uh, do we pop the cherry, Nige? Is episode 36 or 35? Did I say 36? You said 36, 35. Man. Episode, episode 35. 35 of Spreading the Floor. Before we get to it, yeah. we wanted to go over. We said next episode was going to be in person. Uh, we had to take a week yeah. off and then there were some complications, you know, going back to the studio, right. but we wanted to do this for you guys because we said we wanted to be back in the yeah. studio and this is, this is as close as we're going to get for right now. But by next week, we'll be back, back in the yeah. studio, uh, back with all our professional equipment. Monday's, um, Monday's episode might be over zoom though. Monday's episode is either going to be here or over zoom. Yeah. We'll put more out on like our Twitter or Instagram or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you guys um, posted. Don't worry. But yeah, go ahead, man. Why don't you pop the cherry? Pop the cherry, man. We're now. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say. Uh, let's just say we're joining forces. We're gonna we're be presented by for- yeah, joining forces presented Beautiful. by Silent Services moving forward because there was a lot of like legal legal mumbo jumbo that you said it was like yeah. hey, hey Coop, maybe you shouldn't use that language. We wanted to be careful. We want to be careful. We we're not exactly walking on ice, but we want to be in a situation where we're not walking on ice. Absolutely. So we're partnering, presented. By sideline sources moving forward. That's right. Uh, they were gracious enough to host us on their page, or they're going to be gracious enough to host us on their page. Moving to give forward. Us, yeah, to give for us the publicity. foreseeable future. Um, and we're really good. We're excited to be heading up the podcast wing of uh, their media. Con- no, it's not a conglomerate, but it, it's just no. like a, a media page. Yeah, they know, they know what they're doing. They're a basketball uh, giant, I'd say. They felt like they could do a lot of good stuff for yeah. us, and we felt like we wanted to contribute and uh, do something good for them, too. Yeah. And this is the agreement we came we came up for, and uh, we're we're just happy to be back. That's what it's about. Yeah. So we're gonna be doing two pods a week. It's going to be yeah. coming out every Saturday and Tuesday. That's so what, we're gonna be recording. Decided. Right, recording Fridays and Mondays. Episodes will be coming out. We'll have the usual Tuesday episode that we did before, but just tack on a Saturday episode onto that as well. So we could just you know talk about basketball and stuff. You yeah. know, give back to the talk about the NBA and stuff. That's what we love doing. That's what I'm saying, man. And even, you know, I, I was thinking, too, for the extra episode a week, perhaps it would be stylistically there would be some some differentiation there with the way that we yeah. we conduct the pub. But that's, you know, we're talking about things. We're talking about, you know, doing outside of podcast content, merchandise line, all right. that good stuff, really treating this like what we know it can be, which is a full time job, a full time job. A full-time yeah. job. Which like, is what we talked about that in the commercial. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's because before we were doing it pretty full-time, but we were going to we – obviously, we're still college students. Right. We're still going to class. Um, but we wanted to just, you know, maybe we just focus on this and uh, try to take it as far as, as we can go. We're excited to see. We love doing it. And so we say maybe we brush a couple things off our table and really put this forward. And uh, I'm glad you know, we always took it very seriously, but I'm glad that we're we're here right now. And we're really going for it. I think the best thing about what we do, Nigel, is that we conduct ourselves and we have a product that is professional in essence. I agree. You know, I'm not going to give too much away from the conversation, what we have with the sideline sources. Gentleman Gabe, shout out to him. But it's clear to and it's been clear to us for a while. But it's starting to be clear to other people now that we have a product that not many people have. And this is yeah. not me gloating. Right. This is not me being. Uh, what's, what's the word? It's not me having delusions of grandeur. You know, I'm never going to say something that I didn't think was, I'm busting out the big words. <laughs> Episode 35, we're in the building. Yeah. I'm busting out the big words. No, this is, <laughs> this is something that I feel can be taken to the next level. And right. this is exactly the route that we need to take. Um, or the, let's just say the, um, the gateway that, that I think we're going to step into to take yeah. it hopefully to the next level, man. And I'm, ex- I'm super excited for the future of not only this show, but for podcasting in general, because yeah. 
you know, I don't know if you know. I, I know you don't really. You've been kind of getting more ingratiated. I've been getting, yeah, I've been getting into it. Into the podcasting yeah, the culture. Com- the community. The community. But Joe Button has been a big guy that's been kind of spearheading the podcasting movement. I'm serious. No. <laughs> what, what do you like? What? what? I, I, just, I don't know. It's just funny. Go ahead. Please, no, no. I'm saying he, he signed as the, I think he's the content or he's the creator equity president at Patreon. Okay. Um, people are getting exclusivity bags from Spotify deals. Yeah. They're getting paid money to now podcast. So sick. I think, yeah, what I'm saying is we're on track, I think, for something big. And, again, I wouldn't say anything that I didn't mean or I didn't right. think could happen. Yeah. Well, so, I think it's just, you know, the passion is there. We've had a very loyal yeah. fan base over the last, what, year and a half we've been doing this? Ah, uh, yeah, Almost. man. Yeah, year and so, a half. Uh, I think that, you know, I think that, that people can tell that we're serious about it. We love doing what we're doing. And as long as people like watching it, listening, we're willing to sit here and do it because we love uh, we love recording. So that's that, man. Yeah, man. So so we're, we're like we I said, heavy, we got a heavy episode. We do got a meaty episode, which we're going to get into in a second because we've already been doing this for five minutes. Yeah. But uh, I, I am super I'm super excited. Thank you for all the support. I know we always say that, but Absolutely. we always, you know, we're, we're, we love the fans. Absolutely. We love the fans. Yeah. Um. Yeah, without further ado, you want to further ado, yeah. Crack the crack the veil, get into some NBA. We gotta get. What did you What did you have on mind? What well, did you have in your mind, man. We 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 talked we talked pre show. We, we did talk pre show. What what facet of the NBA this week? Because we, we got logistical stuff. We got people wanting to smoke with other people. You know, specifically, we could talk about courtside Karen first. I think we should cover the most recent stuff. I think we should talk about LeBron first. Talk about LeBron. I mean, in what got, sense? We, we got to talk MVP about MVP race. LeBron. We got to talk. There's, there's three things, right? There's he just had a triple-double yesterday. Or okay. We're recording it on Friday, so <clears throat> Thursday, yeah. which was the 4th. Had a triple-double, which was like the 96th or 97th of his career. Something crazy. Something crazy. Um, LeBron is still there. And then we'll talk We'll talk about courtside, courtside uh, banter and courtside Karen right after that. <laughs> courtside banter. It was and a little then, bit more than that for sure, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, no. So let's talk about that, that triple-double. I mean, the guy is, what, 36? 36 somewhere you know what I, I 18th season yeah he's he's Recording really triple doubles he's he's like tom brady in the sense that like he can turn back the clock he oh, can yeah. turn back time you know he's still dominating his sport at such an old age right. and it makes you wonder like obviously the quarterback position in terms of of and, and, and you know what in, in, introspectively looking back at like each sport you're not it's not going to be the same in football Sure, Brady still gets hit, but he has an offensive line that's specifically designed for him not to get hit. Yeah. Basketball is not really a, a big contact type sport. It can happen. Right. But, you know, you got to look at it differently. Tom Brady is in his 40s. Or, no, actually, no, he plans to play into his 40s. Excuse me. He's up there. He's up He's, he's up there. I just think it's, it's crazy that LeBron – let's just talk about the physicality for a second of, of LeBron James. Right. Like, he's at such an old age. He's been around – the league for so long, it's evolved to a more three ball, you know, three and D type of get faster game. And, you know, you see other players like Blake Griffin that are just now coming around to it and just kind of reshaping their game in the last few years. No, LeBron has taken it in stride. He's stayed physical. There's not many players in the league. And I think it's because of his elite athleticism. I mean, well, he's a freak. He's a freak athlete. But there's not many guys in the league that can step to LeBron and, and keep with him on a drive. Yeah. I mean. I always think about it like this. What would it be like for me trying to guard LeBron James? The last thing I would ever see would be LeBron James going up for a tomahawk on my dome. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, you'd black out. I'd black <laughs> out from the fear. You wouldn't even have to, to yeah, throw it you down would, at me. You wouldn't remember it happening. It'd be like falling off a building. Yeah. I'd die of a heart attack before he even touched me. <laughs> so this kid, this this kid, this man. This grown athlete. This grown athlete at at 37 years of age or 36 years of age, 36, I think 36 is, yeah. years of age is quite literally doing the impossible. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's crazy. Just, it's great. It's great. I think this, the term aging like fine wine really suits him because like you said, you know, if you watch LeBron highlights from 2008, 2009, 2010, right? Yeah. You're not watching the same player. And we all know that the, the man is not getting up as high he's not running as fast that's true but you know what the the part that lebron's legacy really shines for me is the fact that it's he's still able to go out there and be effective on the court even though he's not doing that he's always been a great passer but now he's an elite passer you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. he he was always a decent three-point shooter now he's one of the best in the league you know what i'm saying he can he can still go out there he doesn't have to average 
29 points per game in a season in order to for that to equate to wins. You know what I'm saying? He's number one in the MVP rankings right now, and he's only averaging 24 points per game. That's because he's passing the ball. He's making he's, – the court vision is coming out. He's always had great court vision, but it's really shining now, especially now and over the last couple of years. Uh, especially you know on in and you know when he was on the Cavs even that's when it yeah people were like wow like this guy can really pass the ball and and you remember when a lot of people would give LeBron shit for for not being or for being more of a pass first type player mm-hmm. you'd see aggressive like poppy mode LeBron we always talk about I always talk about it. I don't want to put that on you I've always <laughs> called him poppy LeBron but <laughs> he he can also be that pass first guy. Yeah, and I think maybe this season he's kind of started to meld those two together. That's why you see him at the. I, I know shout out to sideline sources. They had him at the top of their MVP rankings today. I agree with it. You know he, and I don't. Th- I I also don't agree with that argument that just because he's thirty six doing what he does in the league that we should automatically give the man MVP. No, I think that's a stupid argument. I I think you should just look at what he's doing now and the way he changes the team around him. That's he's such an invaluable asset. Yeah, well, it's the, crazy. The and we were gonna get in this too about the MVP, not just the MVP award and just awards in general. Maybe there's room to fit a couple more in there. Oh yeah, because of people like LeBron. But like right, in order to become MVP, you have to be the best player on the best team. That's usually who it goes to. There have been exceptions. Russell Westbrook, for example, yeah. when he broke the record. They just had to give it to him. <laughs> but usually, it goes to the best player on the best team. LeBron right now is the best player Play on the on best, the best team. team. The Lakers are the best team. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we still we still see the Lakers making it to the finals and winning it, correct? Uh, or is it is it going to be a little bit gonna, more difficult? We'll talk about that. We'll talk, we'll talk about, about that later. We'll in talk the about episode. that maybe. Maybe today. No, no, no. Maybe you know Monday's episode. <laughs> we'll, we we we'll got see. so much range yeah. now. It's I know. great. We have a, we have a lot to talk about. I also think it's funny that we already got most of our news from sideline sources. Dude, that's the thing. When Before they hit us up, we talked to them. Yeah, when they yeah. when they I shouldn't say they hit us up, but yeah. I, you know they emailed us back. I was freaking out, and I told the guy, I told Gabe, I was like, dude, we get all of the news. Yeah, this podcast we from you. watch sideline sources. Like, clips. I'm just like, all right, what else? You know, I'll just, I'll just click yeah. on and be like, you know, LeBron, Barkley, yeah. Courtside, Karen. Oh, write it down on the list from sidelines. That's, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. That, that's where we get most of our information. Right. And so LeBron James was leading, and I don't disagree with that at all. I might even put Anthony Davis up in that conversation. You put Nikola Jokic up in that situation. See, Joel yeah. Embiid. I know, I know you don't like the Joel Embiid MVP conversation, but he definitely took a step up this year. And I think it's it's reflected in the 76. Because you're talking about the best man on the best team. 76. 76ers in the East are, are right now categorically the best team. To statistically speaking, you yeah. are correct. Yeah, no, that's what I'm just saying. That's, I'm putting that out there. I got to say, I, I would give it to KD before I gave it to Embiid. That's just how I feel. Well, also, to do what KD did, to yeah. come back and to average these numbers, is pretty insane in itself. Yeah. And that's also another conversation. I saw a lot of NBA pundits yeah. in the media, specifically right. – Mr. Flip Flop himself, Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> talking about <laughs> talking about one week how the Nets are going to win it all, and the next week how they're going to be sent home. He is a very, very big fan of the idea of Kevin Durant getting Comeback Player of the Year, or uh, excuse me, not comeback, well, comeback is that most known, most improved. most improved. Yeah, excuse me, just I, because of his comeback to lead. I can't call him most improved because he wasn't playing last year. Yeah, anyone would improve after sitting on. Yeah. He well, was laying in a hospital bed. But that's of course also the improved. thing, though. It's not like he didn't. It's not like he's like Kyrie, where he was out. Well, Kyrie wouldn't so then, sit out for an entire season. So then, season every before. rookie should get most improved. Well, no, that's not the same situation though. How They're coming out of college. Same? Exactly. There's so. no benchmark to go off of. He was in the league. He got injured. He came back. I think the the point that Stephen and I don't even necessarily agree with the point. I'm just being You're expressing I, the point. You're I'm expressing it. it yeah. and Playing I might devil, even, devil's advocate. I might even I might even cave for the point a little bit. Okay. I might even keep for the point a little bit. I think that if you have a guy like KD that was very, very dominant, of course, he, we all know that he went to the Golden State Warriors, but he's always been dominant over the course of his career. Probably one of the best scorers of all time. He gets injured, and he comes back. And a lot of guys, mind you, this is well-documented in NBA history, a lot of guys will come back from that Achilles tear and not be even half of what they were. There's, there's a lot of guys where they're lucky to – come back and be 75% of what they want. That's true. And KD is getting acclimated, I think. He's still, there's a little bit more, yeah. you know, getting used more to more pass the... first. That's also, you know, who he's playing with. But by and large, like, this is still the same KD I feel like we've seen, and he's been so dominant. So I can almost understand where Steven is. I, I still think in the the pitch meetings or the, or the pre-production meetings, they obviously, I mean, like, what we do, right, we're just organic. If we have a point, we're not going to take a stance just because the other one takes yeah. a stance. But 
that's what they that's what I think they do personally. Yeah, well, they have to. Is, yeah, like yeah. a guy is paid to be wrong and another guy is paid to be right, right in the eyes of the public and then they each take their own stance. Um, but I can almost I could see maybe where Stephen A. Smith is. I, I, but I also see where you're coming from, where it's like, yeah, sure, dude. If a guy is laying in a hospital bed and then he comes back, but I still think it's it's very very impressive that he drop he's able to drop he's dropping around twenty points per game, twenty five points per game. Right. So that's a twenty five point per game difference from last year. So that's a, yeah, that's a course. massive yeah, difference. He is very he's very improved. But see now, listen. Let me give you another argument. Okay. You give even if KD did come like he came back at probably like ninety ninety five percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say he did only come back at seventy five percent. Right. You would still be giving it to KD. You'd still take KD no. over Colin Sexton. But the thing no. is, Colin Sexton. Why wouldn't you? Seventy five percent KD isn't better than Colin Sexton right now. He is, but I'm saying if he comes back and let's. So we're saying hypothetically he comes back seventy five percent. So yeah. you you got to take his points per game down as well, right? You take everything because that's a major so, part of his game is his scoring. Take, so let's yeah, say let's take say he, everything down. Okay, so then let's say he averages a cool fifteen points per game, five assists, seven rebounds, right, something like that. Let's make it simple. Let's just talk about points, okay? If you're going from averaging zero points in a season to averaging fifteen points in a season, I still don't think you get that because for KD, I, I think part of the allure of why people want to give him this award is because he's getting really back doing, in that okay. conversation of the way, of the points per game totals that he used to. That that's what I'm saying. If he if he came back and he averaged fifteen, I mean, we've seen that's happened to guys that have torn their Achilles before. They come back and they'll go from like a twenty five points per night type of guy to a ten points per night type of guy. Derrick Rose, well, he came back pretty strong, but he got injured really quickly again. Yeah. That's what I'm like. It's it's just something you need to look at the fact that Durant is a pure scorer. You know P- what I'm saying? Pure, pure, P- purer, pure, pure, pure. pure. He's a Bjorn scorer. He's a he's a pure blood scorer. He's a pure blood scorer, and he's a, a savage. One of the best of all time, in right. my opinion. And he's doing pretty much all the same stuff he was doing before the injury. Yeah, but now his, he's, he's even more of a leader now. I'd that's say. what I'm saying. His he low has post fade yeah. when they get it down, and I know the Nets love to run that play. Yeah, and they I, do. every time I see KD, you know what I'm saying? Can I? I'm gonna go up for it. Oh, you love doing this. <laughs> Whenever he gets up there in the low, and then he's, you know what I'm saying? He backed up. Right. Mm. Mm. Right. Little shimmy, and then he does that. He does that picture perfect fadeaway. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, you can't guard that. You can't guard that. His arms are too like freakishly long. (laughs) He's got slender arms. So that, but that's what I'm saying. I think that that plays into it. Like if he came back and he was only averaging ten points per game, yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely gonna factor more. And I still don't necessarily think he's gonna get it. I don't think he should. I don't think he should. Personally, I think that. It would be almost an insult. I think, that that, that would be robbing guys they, like Colin Sexton. Right. That and it's just like he's more in the category for MVP, in my opinion. I think it's, you yeah. know, what, what is a guy like KD doing with an MIP award this year? Like, come on. The guy's like 30, 31, 32. Yeah. And you also have to take into account his legacy. Right. You know, you know, which is you, something I, that, that a lot of does he even want the over. MIP award? You know, that's like giving a guy like Westbrook the six man of the year award. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't want that. Yeah, you well, especially he starts, so he probably would be like, "Why am I getting this?" Well, yeah, he'd be so <laughs> super confused. <laughs> Do the what, what, the swaggy P meme where he's like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, man." I mean, I I I know what you mean. I I'm just trying to like see both sides of the argument. But I, if I really had to give it to anyone, I feel like if you gave it to KD, that'd be robbing guys like Colin Sexton, guys yeah. like Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood, Christian Wood, you know, well. unfortunately, yeah. Um. It would just be robbing guys like that that have really taken that next step and guys that have, you know, it's one thing to do it in the bubble. And I'm not discounting anyone's play from last year in the bubble because I think to still orchestrate something like that at the highest level, that's great. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot of people in the media that are going to be like, hey, well, this doesn't really mean anything because you were in the, you know, this year you're back in the stadiums. There's some teams don't really have fans, but other teams have reduced capacity. So there's not really by and large, an excuse you can make right. for a player stepping up. Yeah, no. So I, I think guys like, you know, like we talked about Jeremy Grant, Colin Sexton, yeah. if they're able to take their game to the next level and do it and do it, because Colin Sexton, man. I, I have my money, and this, you know, this might be a little controversial. I have my money in Colin Sexton. I love watching that kid play. I always have, even since he was in college. And I think that he's making a push for MIP this year. I oh, really yeah. like watching him play. He had a great game earlier this season against the Nets. The Nets. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite games of the season. That put him on the map too. I think he was quietly averaging. I'll, I'll let you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, that put him on the map. I agree. He was quietly averaging those 
like nice ass numbers and then he gets to that game and yeah. then people are like he took you know uh Kyrie's shoes Kyrie's number yeah went into Kyrie's you know or actually no it was Kyrie's it was home a, where he got drafted yeah was yeah. it, was no, it, it, was it was a home, it's yeah, a home, it was a home game in Cleveland. Yeah. So he went into into the dog pound. Right. And he took that from him. And he I think that was sick. He he shoved him around. Yeah, well, you know the thing is I think Colin Sexton always uh commanded respect around the league just for his passion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he is intense. He's a dog. Especially on defense. You know, oh and I think God. he got it. He garnered a lot of respect throughout his couple of years in the NBA so far. But I think that game Really, people were like, "Okay, he's not playing around anymore." You know, like, yeah, dude, he's got you, it. Have you ever you seen know? the zoomed-in videos of him defending people? Oh my god, he looks like he sniffed salt before. I know. He's like, he's so intense, and I, I love that. As a basketball fan, that's one of my favorite things to see because it is way too common nowadays in the league to see people not really care about defense. Yeah, unfortunately, you know and to see have to see a kid who takes such pride. Yeah, and, you know, he's clenching his hands. You know, he's trying to distract him with his face. That's huge. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's really big. That's 100%. awesome. I love watching that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Colin Sexton for me, most improved player. You see that? No, no. I, I, I think I could get on to, uh, on board yeah. with that. I just think that also Jeremy Grant. If you might have to look at which respective teams they're on, because the Cleveland Cavaliers right now are probably getting a lot more press than the Detroit Pistons are. So I think that plays something yeah, into it. That's true. But if I had to give my pick, it would probably be. And I know there's so many guys I'm leaving out right now, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But the two most prevalent I could think of right now would probably be Colin Sexton, Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood. Christian Wood. Um, well, he can't get it now. He's really injured. Well, if we, okay. So let's let's apply that KD argument to Boogie. Well, not Boogie because Boogie. Boogie's doing well though. He's he's doing well, but I don't know if he's like. Compared to some of the other guys in the pack, no, you know we could look at John Wall, guys like uh, that yeah. too. You know, we if we're applying that KD, gar- yeah, we we could talk about him. We could we could apply that KD argument. By the way, the Rockets have the best defense. I'm pretty sure that. in the league right now. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about that, we could talk about John Wall being in that conversation. There's tons of people now that this year is is there's very there's a lot of talent. It's talent yeah. a talent rich NBA. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I feel like the Rockets, you know, they don't have the star power and the scoring power uh, to really get it done on that front. But they've kind of taken pride in the fact that they can use defense. You know what I'm saying? Boogie's a big body. John Wall, he's not, you know, he's not 100% in my opinion, but he, he realized, you know, he's a good, he's a veteran. He realized that good defense will translate into good offense. Good offense, yeah. You know, down the line. Especially in a league like this where you put so much emphasis on fast breaks on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I want, I want Bradley Beal to go over to the Rockets. Well, Bradley, oh, let's talk about that. We gotta talk about Bradley. Because he said apparently, and this is just a source we heard from CBS Sports and also sideline sources, that Bradley Beal does not want to be traded, and that the Wizards have no intention of trading him. So both sides have expressed interest in each other, I guess, or have expressed the want to stay together, the need to stay together. I don't know, man. I, I that kind of it was it was a little bit confusing to me. It's a, it was surprising, and I personally don't believe it. If I'm being Frank, if I'm being completely just laid on the table, put it, put it all on the table. If I'm just gonna put it on the table, okay, not, not buying it. Why? Just it's just I just don't I just don't it didn't come out of his mouth. I didn't hear him say it. Well, that's also true. I mean, we've heard it was he didn't say it on Twitter. The, he didn't say it in an interview. That's true. Also, I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was the Rockets GM that said that they had no interest in trading Harden. It was one of those situations. We've we've the point is we've yeah heard we've this been in before. this situation before this season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Um, and the other reason why I don't believe it is because if you remember during the game between the Wizards and the Nets? Yeah. Uh, No, no, sorry. The Wizards and the Rockets. Sorry. My mm-hmm. bad. John Wall was in Washington. Right. And Russell Westbrook and John Wall got into got a little into bit of a verbal spat. spat and... Bradley Beal totally was on John Wall's side. Like, he stared down Russell Westbrook. That's his teammate. That's the leader of the team. Yeah, I saw that picture up on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, I saw the video. And you know what? Bradley Beal looks like, you know, he's, I know, I know, you know, uh, John Wall was his friend for probably about a decade before that, if we're being realistic. Like, they've been on yeah. the same team for a very long brothers. time. Maybe not a decade, but you know what I'm brothers. saying. Yeah, they're brothers at this point. And you know what I'm saying? And if he was really down for Washington, he would have had no choice but to either stay out of it or defend his teammates 
However, he chose to publicly defend his teammates. Not that he didn't do anything crazy, but he was clearly not on what Russell Westbrook's side. I, and, I, and he knows he know. Listen, he knows how he's a good player. He knows how that will affect team chemistry, and he did it anyway. And I feel like, and you've seen his faces. I mean, even though they, they've been winning a little bit more, this bro, Bradley Beal's faces I when know. he hits the ground are hilarious. Just they've been winning just a little bit more than they usually do recently. And like the last week, I think they got two wins, which is yeah. good for them. Um, but you don't you don't look like that on the sidelines and want to be you know he's not happy with the situation i don't blame him at my, all my whole thing is like why would you want to stay with the wizards if you're putting out you, you could literally go to a team and bless them obviously you sign that big extension so yeah. there, there's a little bit of murkiness there with the way you have to handle things but let's just say hypothetically right he goes to a team like the heat or maybe a better example or, or or i'd like to see him on the heat i think it'd be sick well that yeah no that's a, that's a sick ass team I, I i just think that if he goes let's say to a, like a playoff team he might be a playoff team they might not be a playoff team they've been getting a little bit better i know i was watching maybe it was the wizards versus heat game the other night where the heat had won their last 14 of 18 or something like that mm. um so the heat to my knowledge now are, are doing better they're, they're picking ever since picking when jimmy up. butler came back they yeah the, better, i mean yeah. jimmy butler's the x factor we love Jimmy. J- Jimmy is we love. Him. We can't get enough. You'll of him. find that we talk about Jimmy a lot. A lot. We, we love. We love talking about Jimmy. We do. We we talk about him a lot. Maybe it's, maybe a little too much. Yo, I could talk about Jimmy. For, I could do a, just a Jimmy Butler podcast. Jimmy Butler podcast. Yeah. But we, we we never even get him for a guest though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to start someone. You know what I'm saying? No. Imagine <laughs> no. Like imagine how sick that would be. We also love Tyler. We love the heat here. No, we do. We do. We, we love do. the heat. N- none of us are from Florida, but we just we do enjoy. Well, I mean, you heat. you vacation down there sometimes. I have family. I have family in Florida. You have a you have a secondary location down there, an offshore account. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, Nacho <laughs> doesn't actually have a sh- offshore account. We have yeah, we have we have connections with. I have my people over there in Florida, but um. But yeah, no. So the the Miami Heat have been doing better. They might be a playoff team. It's tough to tell in the East. I think it's starting to slowly form a little bit. Yeah. You know, we might be going back to that top five those, type of routine there. Yeah. Those or maybe butterflies even, are starting to wear off. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit. I just think that if Bradley Beal goes to literally any team that's even on the, the precipice of making the playoffs, that's instantaneously catapulting them. If if he can figure out a way to get into that system and fit in well, that instantaneously catapults them into playoffs. So – I don't know when his contract ends. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? Let me. I'll, yeah. Why don't you Google it real I'll quick? Well, I'll take over. I could see him go and tell me if I'm. Tell me if I'm just like stupid. All okay? right. Um, I could. I'd love to see him go to the Heat. I'd love to see him go to the Bucks. I'd love him to see him go to the Lakers. I'd love to see him go to the Jazz or the Nuggets. Uh, I could also see him going to the Rockets. However, I don't think he'd be able to do as much as he wants to there. Yeah, he might not be going anywhere because he signed a <clears throat> a five-year, oh. $127 million contract. And he will be – oh, he'll be a free agent. Oh, never mind. He'll be a free agent in – oh, excuse me. Okay, let me see here. 2021. Oh, okay, he's, a, he's an unrestricted free agent coming up, I think, this year. Yeah. 2020. Oh, no, no. Excuse me. 2023. Excuse 2023. Because okay. he just, yeah. He, okay. And how old is he? Can you just look up how old he is? Real quick? He's going to be 30. Oh, he's going to be 30. Once he gets out of there, yeah. Oh, once he gets out. Yeah. Oh, right now, so, yeah. he is. No, he has time. Yeah. He, he has some time. I mean, listen, 30 isn't terribly old. I feel like 30 is still. No, like, he's well, in his prime. The, yeah, player's prime. He's going to be in his prime when he gets out of there. Yeah. I don't think he's going to sign another contract unless the Wizards make like I, well, that's That's what goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this. It's like, yeah. why would you want to if you're Bradley Beal? Yeah. I say, bro, I say he goes to the Bucks. Bucks could be a really good. I say he goes to the Bucks. I think that'd be super sick. Well, also, that would negate the, the offseason moves that the Bucks made to, to require Drew Holiday. I don't know if that would negate it. I think that he'd make a good addition. He'd make a good addition, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I, I, I guess. You know, you take the. That's we have how to see it works. Where they are you take a years. pay cut for. The championship. That's they already they, they signed to. Giannis to the biggest deal in NBA history. They they got rid of a lot of assets for Drew Holiday. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen, schematically, like that's what I'm trying to make. The, the point that I'm trying to make here is that if you put um not Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal on pretty much any team that has a fair shot and is, can be competitive, that's that, that team is golden. Yeah. yeah you know what I I'm saying? Agree. That he, team is he doesn't golden. necessarily equate to I don't want to say he doesn't equate to wins, but he doesn't really equate to wins. The, yeah, I mean, then there's that conversation you, you know? can have because if he's dropping 40 points per night and the Wizards still aren't pulling away with a dub. Yeah, I mean, it would be different if they were winning sometimes, 
but they're not winning at all. They're not. I mean, in the last week, a little bit, like maybe two, but they're not winning at all. And he's been going hard. So I feel like if there's a team that's already doing well, he will add wins to it. But you can't just throw him on a team like the Pistons or the Knicks and expect oh, no. them. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, 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 he's no. not. He's not that kind of. I'm dude. saying. I'm saying a team already with an established winning culture, a system, right? I.e., maybe like the Celtics. Yeah. You know, the Celtics have a perfect system. I can see. Up. I can see him going to the Celtics. And again, this is this is us taking out all of the monetary aspects of this. What is there supposed to be like jumping on the bottom? What do you mean? You see, like the bottom of the laptop. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, sorry. No, isn't I mean, that I think bottom we're supposed to be jumping? No, no, we're good. We're all right. I yeah. know it's coming up. It's, there. it's those little like things. No, like here. Yeah, no, that's supposed to be jumping. Okay, well, but I mean, if it's if it's monitoring there, then it's it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. No, sorry. you're good. I didn't want to um, record a whole episode and have no audio. No, no, no it's okay. We're, we, you know, we got to take into account the fact that we, we don't know the monetary situations of some teams. Let's yeah. just take that out of the equation. Right. You know, strictly speaking, I think Bradley Beal, he has to. You're right. He can't just be any team. Yeah. There has to be an ecosystem already set yeah, up around. There has him. to be a winning culture there, and I. That's why I I love the idea of him on the Jazz. I love, oh, yeah. you know, they just came off a 10-game win streak. But they also offered bags to Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Well, I, you know, man, I thought we were taking the economy out of it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Come on. But that's all. They, they already, come on, get your head in the game. Come on, man. I think get also they have Mike Conley there. You know? I think they'd do good with Bradley. I think they'd do very well with Bradley. I think Bradley would be a good addition to that system. Uh, Westbrook. Is just he, you know, like we talk about LeBron aging like fine wine, freakishly yeah. athletic into freakishly good, uh, skill wise, passing, court vision, everything. Not taking anything away from the man, but Westbrook, yeah, Westbrook, he's he's not playing, he's not aging like fine wine. He's, I love him, I've defended him before on the podcast yeah. from you, actually. Yeah, you, I, you're I, going I for his neck. Um, <laughs> I like Westbrook, I think he's a good leader, but he's not performing. He's not performing this year. That now that is a man that should be equating the wins. Well, he's aging like normal. LeBron's a freak athlete. Yeah, but I expected That's, more from Westbrook. He's not that old. He's not that old, but I'm just saying, like, he's still. I mean, he still dunks. You know, he's, he's still. You see, bro. They have like the five wins on the season, man. Well, no, but that. That's not a that that's not a question of his athleticism. That's just a question of probably backing up what I said is that Russell Westbrook doesn't really equate to wins either. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's you. look. You're the Thunder fan, man. You should be talking to me about Russell Westbrook. I am talking to you about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> this is what we're doing. We're we should be off. We should be switched. I like Westbrook. I like Westbrook, but you're right. He's not. He doesn't equate to wins. Well, no, no. Apparently. I should know best because yeah. he was on my. And listen, look. I loved what he did for our team. He put Oklahoma City on the map. Oh yeah. yeah Kevin I mean, Durant. A little Kevin bit. Durant and, and yeah, you know, but the, he, he and, and James Harden. Yeah. So and and our just our great drafting overall. But no, Russell Westbrook was the guy. He was very fun to watch. He had that insanely historic d- triple-double season. Yeah. But the thing is, man, like, I think what makes us good as podcasters – I hope Yogi's not being picked up on the mic, by the way. Yeah. We got a very rabid dog upstairs. Um, what what translates – you know, what what translates over is is the fact that the, the man – you know, you got to be objective. Right. We, gotta, we have to be objective as podcasters. Right. And what I can say objectively about Russell Westbrook as a player is that he does not – he doesn't. It's he doesn't contribute. I want to say he contributes because he piles up points. But even now, like he's been, he's been suffering. He's man. not the X factor. He, he's not the X factor, and I think now it's been shown more than ever. And I love Russell Westbrook. And if Russell Westbrook wants to come on for an interview, I'll oh, I'd... I'll keep the same energy. Like I'll, yeah. I'll I mean, I, I don't think he maybe he tried to like no. beat me up or something. I mean, no, we don't want this smoke with the professional athlete. No, we don't want not... the smoke. With, especially, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw Russell Westbrook. I would love to hear what he has to say about it because right. you know he's a he's a very he's intelligent very he's a very intelligent person, very passionate. Yeah, like I'm, you not, said. I'm never going to take that away from him. I think no, his yeah. passion for the game is is so insanely just. It, it almost makes me like in the same way that uh, rest easy Kobe. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to really you know because Kobe is on another level with right, his no, with his passion yeah. and dedication to the game, but. Russell Westbrook brings it. And actually, Kobe, Kobe said, you know, I, I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, Kobe took a liking to Russell Westbrook because I mean, of his every, dedication and his veracity. I've never heard an NBA player say something bad about no, Russell Westbrook. No, yeah, and he's not, I, listen. I, Even KD, I'll, like, when they were having the beef, yeah. he didn't say anything bad about Russ. I'll, I'll walk back my past comments. This is yeah. where I will okay. say that I was wrong. I'll walk back my past comments about Russell Westbrook not being a leader. 
Okay. I think he is a leader. I think he's a great teammate. I'll I'll eat the L. I'll take the L. <laughs> you were correct on that one. And I I in the same way that this season has kind of shown us that he's not an X factor, this season has also shown us that he can be a great behind the scenes leader. Even more to an extent, because we saw it before, but it's just the fact that he doesn't really he's not gonna contribute to wins. I think he can he's just more of an intangible type of guy with a really flashy skill set. I really I really do feel bad that He's probably not gonna. I was gonna say graduate, finish with a ring. Oh yeah, unfortunate. I really wanted him. <laughs> I really <Ingle> wanted. <laughs> Thank you. I really wanted him to win a ring. Um, I and you know you talk about Kobe and Russell Westbrook. I almost more saw Michael Jordan in the man. Just the level, just his one track mind. You know where he was at. He was in the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Well, he also shows uh, up to to practices film two yeah. hours early three hours early Russell Westbrook was that guy I see him more and I think when he won that MVP Michael Jordan reached out to him and he said the MVPs come first then the rings come yeah and that stuck out to me because I think you know he had every every talent in the world to win a ring if Kevin Durant stays there they I think they win a ring eventually yeah. Well, who wouldn't yeah. want to play? You know, maybe Kyrie Irving goes from the Cavs to the to OKC. Well, well, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like you got to think. Once you become an MVP, you elevate your team around you because that's part of what the MVP is about. Like you said, Absolutely. you're the best player on the best team. Right. People are going to want to come play for you, and that translates into rings. So I could 100% see what Jordan was talking about. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. I think I, – I, I love Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think the window's closed there. I think – you know what? Honestly, and, and I've always loved Russ as a fan – as an Oklahoma City Thunder fan in specific, or in, in specifically, I should say. But, yeah, you're right, man. Like, it's not – I, I don't you, think – Yeah, maybe if you throw him on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyone – I mean, listen, Quinn Cook got a fucking uh, – a ring on the Lakers. No offense to Quinn Cook. You throw me on the Lakers. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm winning a ring this year. I'll ride the bench, and I'll get a I'll, I'll get a, a nice little shiny ring. I have a question. Yeah. Just to break it up a little bit. Okay. Did we even introduce ourselves this podcast? We did not introduce ourselves this podcast. <laughs> Oh no. Okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. Listen, we'll uh, we'll say that for the end of the show. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about the future of the podcast at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanted to jump into the we, basketball. We we definitely broke in a little bit what we were. Yeah. Do no. Going yeah. De- forward, definitely. But we'll, yeah. We'll we'll get people we'll get yeah. people uh in buying into the uh the culture here and 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 just yeah. introducing ourselves as a whole. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um. So stick around for that. Yeah. Anyways, back to basketball. <clears throat> Uh, what do we have next? Well, let's talk about Courtside Karen because I really want. To talk I about did. Her. We forgot to talk about her. We got to talk about Courtside Karen. A, I have a take about her. I know what I'm gonna say. Go ahead, man. I I don't. There's no way she's natural. Oh wow! I wasn't <laughs> gonna go that far. Uh, okay. Yeah, I followed ahead. her on Instagram though. You After that, ha- I can't lie. I followed her on Instagram. She's like oh, a, she's like a model for something. Um, I don't think she was right. I think she was wrong in what happened. I don't know the full story. I did hear her side. And I think LeBron said a little bit about his side too. Yeah. But I don't believe that she was fully in the wrong. I just don't think. And you know, I love LeBron. I think. Wait, so you think she was sort of almost right in her? I don't think that she was sort of almost right. I think that LeBron was sort of almost wrong. I don't think. And you know, I'm a huge LeBron fan. That's funny. Okay, you know me. I I defend LeBron. Yeah. I I say that he's the best to ever do it all the time. I genuinely I, – I, I would sit here and make a conversation for him being the best of all time, I think, if yeah. we did have the conversation. However, as an NBA player, mm. I don't think there's any reason for you to be bantering with people off the court. I know they do it. I've seen there's tons of clips of it happening, and I, I, you know, I don't think anyone should be giving disrespect to any NBA player. However, mm. I think that there are ways to go about it, and I think that LeBron should have just said security point. Yeah, well, that I would mean, have worked just as well. Yeah. Instead, he told her to – you know, he was cursing at her. Uh, they were well, calling him names. By her account. By her. No, you could see it on the tape. Well, he's, he, he called, called, he us he called her husband old, old steroid, steroid ass, ass. Which is, by the way, hilarious. And then he told her to, quote, shut the fuck up, end quote. I, I mean, listen. Okay, here's the thing, right? I'll dive into my take. Okay, go ahead. I think, on the other side of the coin, I think the woman... I, this entire thing, I agree with you, right? If you're LeBron, you're there to play the game, you know you're going to probably get a ring again... Well, again, we can have that conversation a little bit, but I'm sure LeBron feels like he'll get a ring again. I agree. You know, if he's just like, I'm LeBron, whatever I want. Yeah, I right, right. There's 100% no reason to be arguing with courtside Karen, right. some girl with puffed up lips, 
her husband who's yeah. 70 but has a better body than both of us sitting here yeah old steroid ass <laughs> there's no reason to be arguing with both of those people on the sidelines right especially if they're they're courtside and and you know masks get taken off yeah it, it's Absolutely. just that's it's a good dumb. point it's that's a health risk right in itself then you take into a fact you take into account the fact that lebron is lebron we know he's a good guy yeah, no, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Like, sure, maybe he's getting a little bit old. He's getting a little bit of crotchety, you know. Like, oh, you know, he might be getting. He, he might be a little. Yeah. Now he, he now he has his damn respect. Yeah, he, yeah. he wants his damn respect, and <laughs> and this guy, you know, you also have to take into a. There's so many different sides to this. You have to take into account the fact that the guy, for a while, has absolutely hated LeBron. This guy has been LeBron's nemesis, without LeBron even knowing about it. He's posted about LeBron. Hundred, or not. Oh, I didn't times. know that. There's, there was. I think there was two posts. Okay. So one, one was too. like this guy was like my Hawks took ass in hundreds. I don't know. I dragged it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, almost a hundred. I get, I get yeah. into the theatrics on two, the podcast. Word. <laughs> Something in that neighborhood. Two, <laughs> two one hundred doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> there, there have been two posts in the past, and you know, it's, it's one of them is, oh, LeBron almost sat on my phone. Ah, uh, I can't believe That's a compliment. this. His big ass almost. Yeah, he said he his big ass. I'd pay LeBron to sit on my phone. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a conversation for another podcast <laughs> i don't know why you'd want him to sit on your phone you could get a picture autograph yeah. whatever well if i can't get those two things you just go for it man. go go for it yeah. go sit on my phone yeah sit on my, all right anyways yeah back to it then there was another post and it was like my hawks really gave it to him okay so this guy's a devout hawks fan uh, awesome the biggest of hawks okay uh and we know that lebron has really gave it to the hawks over the years Oh yeah. As you know, listen. As most, someone who most played in the East. Yeah, most yeah. franchises that play, have played in the East yeah. have been pillaged, and 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 I don't want to say the other part of that. They've yeah. been they've been <laughs> de- emasculated oh, yeah. by LeBron. <laughs> well, yeah, especially the when the Hawks were they were really good in like 2011. Yeah, and so, LeBron totally wiped them out. I mean, listen, everyone's gonna get the Raptors treatment. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. when LeBron absolutely LeBron-to. so LeBronto. Everyone has gotten that treatment. Right. But this guy, absolutely, like, it's clear that he hates LeBron. So he says something. Right. LeBron, who, for some weird reason, it's almost like LeBron now, maybe coinciding with the Last Dance documentary, is just a little bit in his feelings. It's just a t- it's a t- I don't know if I'd feelings. say he's in his feelings. No, he's not in his All right, maybe he's, he's a little prideful. more. He's prideful. He's prideful. You know, his his lips are chapped. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he That's doesn't weird. have any no, Blistex. That, that, that was, was weird. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have any Blistex on hand. But the point is, LeBron, he might now not let some shit slide that he let slide before. Yeah. I think that's the LeBron we're seeing. I so agree. LeBron goes over, he says something. Then his wife, and this is where I could see why she was almost sort of in the right. It, she goes up and she protects her husband. I wouldn't even say she was in the right. I'd say that she's just not as wrong as people are making her out. Right. Like. Well, I think there's a there's. I think there's arguments on both sides. I don't want to say it's a narrative because the narrative denotes it as not being true, but there is a common consensus amongst people that she is racist. That's why they call her courtside camera. Right. And that she made up what LeBron because she did make up what LeBron said. She said that she you know he told her to shut the fuck up, stupid bitch. LeBron just said pretty much shut the, the fuck, fuck up. He did say that though. Yeah, but that's right. not you know. Yeah. Listen, like she's trying to make LeBron seem no, like know, he's yeah. not well, as anyway, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So I, I could see where people were coming from with that, but I could also see her side where her husband gets into it with a super athlete who would, by the way, turn him into a pretzel. I don't care how many steroids you do. Oh, yeah, you no. go up against LeBron, he's turning into a. LeBron pretzel. kills him every time. She goes up and she defends her husband. Right. That's a good wife. That's, that's a, a good, that's a that's ride a good or die. wife. It's a bad person to have in an NBA crowd. That's a, that's what I'm saying. I was watching Flagrant 2, the podcast, shout out to them, and Andrew Schultz, great comedian, made the really good point that doing that around people, getting into your husband's arguments, is a great way to get someone seriously injured. And if oh, LeBron yeah. wasn't on the court, I'm not saying LeBron would beat someone up, no. but if it were anyone else, let's just say that was six foot seven, At Target or something. Athletic at Target. Maybe he's working the carts. He's having a bad day. <laughs> He's, he swings. He swings. It's, it's, over. it's over for you. You're, it's over. You're going to wake up in the back of your Mercedes S-Class. Right. At home in yeah. the hills. So, you know, it's there's you gotta you, you got to yeah. be able to see it from all perspectives. I just think the entire thing shouldn't have happened. But it did make for no. a really funny narrative. No, it shouldn't have happened. She was in the wrong. 
Um, but I do also believe that LeBron just shouldn't be poking around. I don't think any NBA no. athlete with Russell Westbrook does because people have you know there have been a lot of fans really that went after Russell. You know, there's that famous clip, the famous clip where the fan has like two middle fingers up to Russell Westbrook in the stands. Yeah, and Westbrook's like like that. Well, who, whose man is this? Right, that's all you got to do. Yeah, you know, also, saying, we, security. Seen, you know, yeah, we we've seen Russell Westbrook. I was watching a video of Russell Westbrook. Like, I I watch NBA heated moments. I'm that kid. I'll just watch <laughs> NBA compilations when I have nothing better to do. Right. And the guy was like holding up the phone at Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yo, it's so funny. Russell Westbrook was like, get yeah, that phone out. Yeah, my face. I remember that. Right. So we've seen NBA. All right. So that was wrong. Okay, he shouldn't have done that. No, no, that. no. But Straight that was, no, yeah. that was Russell that's Westbrook, hilarious. Though. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I don't. It definitely that sh- it shouldn't have happened. She was in the wrong. You know, that's an like you. Said, I think that's a good point. That's an easy way to get your husband like literally like murdered. Um, and you. Yeah. No. Well, they're not going to stop with the husband. In well, certain cases, it depends where you are. Depending on where, depending where you on are, who yeah. you're talking to, LeBron's a good guy. He wouldn't have touched the guy, I don't believe. Um, nah. But at an NBA game, as a fan, you shut up and watch the game. And I think it's good that NBA play. I think NBA players have a voice, and it's something that they didn't have 15 yeah. years ago. I think it's great. I think that as an NBA player, you should use your voice and you should talk to the world and you should do things that are positive for your community. But I don't think that you need to be stooped down to level because that's what he did. He stooped down to her level. He, she cursed at him. He cursed at her back. Now we have two people in the wrong. Instead of LeBron being God, we have to say that, you know, it just shouldn't have happened. You know, neither one of them should have done that. Yeah, and, and they're lucky. I mean, LeBron, like you said, he's not going to be the guy to go and bitch slap that 70-year-old steroid <laughs> user or his wife. But he will be the guy to have fire comebacks. Old oh, yeah. steroid ass? That's, that's, pretty, that's, pretty, that's pretty classic. Hilarious. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. And the other guy that was filming her or had his wife filming LeBron and then he was talking shit to LeBron, and he was like, I hope you're not talking to me because your wife's filming me, bum. LeBron <laughs> knows how to end arguments. Yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, I remember, he's, I remember... Oh, I do remember that clip now, yeah. He's got, he's got clapbacks for days. Yeah. So don't, don't try it with LeBron. No, yeah, don't go You know, he's not, gonna, he's not going to use his frame to demolish you, pause, but he <laughs> will demolish you with words. Yeah. LeBron's an intelligent man. We've seen that. He stood. He, he, listen, the man educates, okay? He opened up his own school. Yeah, okay. no, big shout the, out to LeBron the man, That's the a man, lot of respect. The man is intelligent. We yeah. know this, right? Um, I hope we get just, him on the show one day. LeBron? Yeah. I, I mean, I would pay just for a picture with him or an autograph. We'll I, I'd actually show. prefer – I right, have a bit this. I have a good question for you. Okay. Would you rather get a picture with your favorite NBA player or an autograph from your favorite NBA player? Picture because I put it up in the background of the podcast. Oh, well, I mean, wow. Specific. I, I I would too ask for a picture over an autograph. I think that's just where we are as a but, society. But you know what though? If it wasn't going up in the background of the podcast, it's just like I put it on my punctuate. Instagram. I put I'm, I might put it on. My, no, you know what though? Because I have I have a take about that. I'd rather put it up on the background of the podcast because we do an NBA themed podcast, and it would be cool to have something like that up in the background. But if I'm getting it for Instagram, it's like, and I'm not saying that you're like this, Dodge. But there are certain people <laughs> that uh, I've never understood. <laughs> getting a picture with a famous person and putting it up to make it seem like, I, you know, I, I just, I don't understand that line of thinking where we have to be connected to famous. Like, it's like, cool. You know, if but you're I posting it, if you're posting it because it's like, Oh, I met LeBron today. Super cool guy, yeah. which is why I'm assuming you would do it. Yeah. It's like, that's well, fine. I wouldn't pose it for clout that there are people that will be like, Yo, met Look LeBron how many today. famous people I know. Yeah, yeah, like those people. That's what I don't understand. I'd be cheesing in that photo. I'd be cheesing. I'd like, be cheesing hard. You know what I would ask for? What would you ask for? I would ask for... No, actually, I was going to say, if I met like a famous podcaster, I'd ask... Or like someone that I really looked up to, I would ask for advice. Or That's awesome. I would yeah. try to have like a real combo with them. That's always something I thought I'd do. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, I, I mean, this might be a sin. I wouldn't ask LeBron James for basketball advice just because that ship is already Life sailed. Advice. No, yeah, I'd be like, well, I don't know what, you know. Successfulness. Yeah, well, yeah, how do you be successful? Well, be 6'8", be a freak athlete, make it to the NBA, win four championships. Um, No, I'd ask for a picture with him, and I'd put it up. I'd be, it'd probably be a bad picture of me. I'd just be cheesing so hard. I'd ask him to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'd shoot my you shot think, right there and then. Really? Yeah. Okay, hey, do you think we'd do Zoom Zoom meeting with you for the for our podcast? We're no, really, he comes out of New York City. You're playing the no, Knicks sometime, right? No, he wouldn't do No, that. he wouldn't. He does love New York, though. I, mean, I, remember, I remember when he was on Cleveland, Not and he went to, 
He went to well in basketball world. There's a yeah. New York Garden's a lot of respect. He went. He was in Cleveland. He went to New York <laughs> to play the Knicks, and like they had video of them like walking on the subway. Yeah, it was hilarious. J- Jr. was loving it. Yeah, it was. It was loving awesome. It. And you know that's my home. You know that's yeah. awesome for me to see. You know that I was in the same place that these guys. You know, were walking. You know, pridefully. You could have sat time. on the same subway seat as them. Yeah, I actually. That's a, for another podcast. I actually don't even really like taking the subway, being honest. I, I don't blame you, bro. I'm not a big I've subway heard guy. stories about the subway. I've seen some I've crazy. Seen some, I've seen some shit on the subway. Like, man. quite literally. I heard there's like piss on the walls and everything. We can get into that on All Monday's right. podcast. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to see. We're, there's going to be a whole podcast just for talking about the subway. Oh, 100%. Um, but right now, we're talking about basketball. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I'm a huge LeBron fan. That's just, that's just who I am. Yeah. My nature runs in my blood. I, I mean, you know what? There are bronze sexuals, but then I feel like there's everyone else, and you gotta have respect for the man. Yeah, you don't have to, you know. I guess you don't have to. You don't even have to know him as a person because he's just such a, a very. He's a nice dude. He's a nice guy. He, like I said, you he you, 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 you put it has. perfectly. He worked for he works for what he has. Excuse me. He's still married to his high school sweetheart. He opens oh, yeah, up opportunities awesome. for other people. He has a media company now, uninterrupted, or he partially owns it. Yeah. You know, so he's a, just a lad. A lad and a half. He's a good dude. Oh, he's a champ. He's a champ, champ, champ. Champ. Champ, 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 champ. Yeah, like four, four, four of them. No, no, no. Just just the, the infinite amount of champs. He's beyond. I'd be, I'd be like, what's up, LeBron? Champ, 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 champ. He'd be like, don't touch me. Yeah, no, he'd probably think I was like, me. he'd probably think They'd I was insane. they tackle you. The security would just tackle you. LeBron is not That's the thing, too. I'm angry if LeBron has security. Now, what? Because he's six foot seven. No, he has security. He needs security. What does a six foot seven guy do with? Oh, do you think know, LeBron's rolling around wondering whether or not someone's gonna run up on him? Like, what would he Bro, think about? Any it. famous person think, should just have security. No, no, but think about this. Like rappers, I can understand because they get into like actual static with people. You know, there, there are beefs where yeah. there are guns involved. Yeah, a lot absolutely. of the rap that we listen to, I feel like, is just gang wars at this point. Could there is a considerable – I mean, there's the like history of rap, there's been a lot of deaths yeah. over gang violence. So I can 100% see why, a, like, a guy, like, a rapper would need to roll with security. Right. But a guy like LeBron James, outside of an insane fan, is there really anyone rolling up on LeBron trying to fight him? He's six foot seven. He's genuinely well he's, – he's generally well-liked by yeah, the NBA oh, yeah. community, by other Especially people. Especially at this point in his career. Yeah. Definitely, like, yeah. I'm not saying that he shouldn't – at least have like a, a, a small detail but I, if i'm lebron i mean maybe just for the fact that he has so much attention and if he went out somewhere i'm sure people would clock it and, and try to go up to him if he doesn't want pictures then you right. roll but you know he i i if i'm trying to if i'm trying to take out lebron i'm doing it from a distance because right. lebron is i can only imagine his grip strength the the only thing that wow, was so weird sounding Jesus. the only thing the only reason i disagree with you coop is that He's the most outspoken NBA player in history. You think Laura Ingram's gonna run up on him? No, it just but when when Shut you when you yeah but when you are putting yourself out there, your opinions out there, you oh are always God. gonna have people that disagree with you, no matter how right you are. True. You know what I'm saying? And just for that oh, that's reason, true. Yeah, he. I think Republicans any, hate him. It, well, not all Republicans. But. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this country that don't agree with what he said. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And my defense to that is always. He's done so much good. It doesn't matter whether you agree with. He's using his voice. Yeah. You have, you know, number one, the in the Bill of Rights, the First uh, Amendment is that you you have freedom of speech. Freedom of speech that's yeah. what he's practicing. That's I what think, we're, I think that's, that's the basis beautiful. for this podcast, man. And I think I think that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. But he, as the most outspoken NBA player of all time, there comes with a price, and for that reason, I think that he would have a lot of security. Yeah, it could be, could be. I didn't even think about like the, yeah. the like queuing on people. You know, I mean, think back. Michael Jordan didn't really get involved with stuff like that. You he know didn't. What I'm That's true. That was a big part of the that last. That was a dance. big part yeah. of the last dance. Right. They criticized him for it. Kobe Bryant also wasn't very outspoken about that. Get a guy like LeBron James, he's all up in that. Refused to go to the White House the whole nine yards. That's true. Um, you know what I'm saying? So but that is true. For that reason, I think that there's that LeBron should just always have someone there by his side. He's got kids. We don't. We don't want a tragedy. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. You're, Let's right. Be you're safe. right. You're right. I just don't think he moves with that much. That big of a unit. I think he still has like what three, four guys. Maybe well, two, I three. think if he's walking around, he would. But like, it, I've, there's clips of him just being in his car, just yeah. like chilling. You know? Like, oh, I love that, yeah. that highway clip. Yeah. Yeah, the highway clip. Um. Oh yeah. No, I, I could see that. I, I just completely forgot about Laura Ingram's whole whole crew there. Oh well. Oh well. Anyways, um, what's next? 
You want to? Uh, you know what? Because we're, we we figured we'd we do like an hour. On time? Yeah, we're, we're a little gonna... pressed on time, so we want to just wanna wrap it up. Yeah. Well, we wanted to talk about this too. We, we, we talked decided... about the refing, the commentating. We could do that on Mondays. Yeah, we'll pod. Do, we got we'll a bunch of the other stuff to get into. Right. Well, we wanted to talk just uh, just like two minutes, the base of the pod. The reason why we stepped it up to two podcasts a week, like we said, we we do want we we want to do this a little bit more full time. Yeah. Uh, we understand that an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes. It's hard to ingest. With me and Coop, we could do it easy. It gets up. It's something we've had episodes get up to two hours. Before. I know. I know we could do two hours thirty easily. I could. We could probably we do did, three hours. I could. We could. I mean, li- the live stream went on for yeah, four. Four hours. And yeah. we were just like talking. Talking. You know what I'm saying? So, but because we're stepping up to twice a week, we want to keep the podcast just a little shorter. And we could use this as a basis to move up right. if need be. Right. So we're gonna probably cover if we don't mention something that we wanted to mention in one episode, you'll probably hear us call back to it on the next. Remember every Saturday and Tuesday. Yep. New episodes yep. coming out. Uh, we're gonna have a merchandise line coming out. Ooh. Uh, big, big. Uh, we're happy to be here with Sideline Sources. We're happy to yeah. work with yeah, them. We're, we're happy to reach out to you. Uh, we have Instagram. We have our socials. Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, those TikTok. Those will be down in the description. Down in the description. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Anything. Listen, we love communicating with fans if you have anything to say to us Let or us anything know, suggestions we'll, we'll we put po- polls out on our instagram every anything day, you want to talk almost to, every day anything you want to have us talk about on the show yeah yeah you know and the best thing is that when we can sit here talk about what someone said and you know go back and forth because that this is so that's, refreshing it's the it's honestly. the best thing yeah we've done it in the past we want to do it some more we might i don't know what we're doing for monday's episode though because i'm still you know we still got the situation at hand yeah, well, we'll figure there's, it out. there's a little complications. We're getting back into it. We're getting but back settled. Definitely by next Friday, we will be back in the other studio. In the the real studio. In the real studio. But right. I have I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a future in here, for sure. I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoy yeah. making should we, it. Should we, do we want to give them a little bit of preview of who we are before we jet out of here, or do we want to leave that for, for Mondays? No, let's introduce ourselves. All right. Well, I mean, let's. What should we? What should we? Uh, Listen, basis. Sitting to my right is your host with the most. <laughs> the host with the most. Okay. They call me Cook Up Coop. They call him Cook Up Coop. That is Jacob Cooperman over there. Right. I'm the, uh, the. Can I say this? Go right. ahead. I'm the producer. Right. Obviously, one half there with my with my right. my friend. He he is the genius of the podcast. He is the brains. He does the blood, sweat, and tears. He is awesome. There would be no podcast here if it wasn't for him, and I wouldn't be the same human being if it wasn't for him. So we appreciate but Coop. In, in the same vein, I mean, there wouldn't be a podcast without you, Notch. Fair enough. And that's where, you know, second in command by popular demand. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigel Petty Fernandez sitting to Coop's left over there. Oh, right here, actually. Um, I do, a, you know, I come to the podcast. I do a yeah. lot more of the paperwork side of things. Um, I'm there business to kind of business hand. Um, more like social type of stuff. Yeah, I'm here to hold down Coop. Anything yeah. he wants, uh, and I'm here to support him. He's here to support me, and we're just we're so happy to to, to be here talking to you guys, and this is what we love doing. Yeah, and we're also I, I've been thinking too. I won't get too far into it now. We also obviously have a chief musical engineer. That's uh, that's correct, Josh. The Josh, boss. Josh, the boss on Snap on Josh. SoundCloud, not Snapchat. Uh, he's great. He will be. Producing, I think, more beats for us in the future if he wants. Uh, but Yo, the, we have our own original music. Isn't that cool? Own original music. And you, you guys will probably hear this at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he's responsible for that. He's just an absolute phenom at what he does. We have a gentleman, Fredo Ladon. He comes on the show sometimes. Yeah. Absolute mad lad. Yeah. Uh, but one of, one of the greatest people I know. So we, we really got a tight ship here. Uh, as I said, you know as we get more established, we might have a need to bring on more people. I don't mean yeah. in the hosting position, but right. just behind the scenes right now though. Yeah. It's, it's, we have guests lined up. We have guests lined up. We have guests lined know. up. But I just also mean like in terms of production wise. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. No, but absolutely. Right now it's, it's, it's us, but we run a good operation. I agree. Um, and yeah, so, so if you guys really enjoy what you're seeing right now and, and you want to, you know, keep supporting us, just, Please subscribe, leave tune a like. In, tune in for the next one. Right, you know? rate, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Tell follow us. Tell your friends. Yeah, follow us on social media, man. Tell right. your friends. You know, we're going to be opening up merch soon, so. And follow Styline Sources as well. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we get our information from, from there. Uh, they have good stuff. I get every all the clips I see. I always get it first from Styline Sources. They run a tight ship over there. Go 100%. follow them. They're awesome. Yeah. All right. 
KD follows them. That should be all you need to That's know. That's crazy. And there's also a beef, which we're going to talk about on Monday, that originated from the sideline sources post. Okay, so that's 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 reason to tune in on Monday. Yeah. Or Tuesday, actually. Big beast. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. We're going to be talking about it on Monday. All right. So thank you, guys. Thank you so much. See you next time. Be safe. We'll see you.